Welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. Welcome back to Cool Mom 101, and welcome to my first solo YOLO episode. So every month, I will be chatting with you guys about my experience with a particular mom topic, so things that I feel passionately about and that I think I can share a little bit of info and just my story and experience, and hopefully um, keep the conversation going that way. So seeing as it's World Breastfeeding Week, I wanted to chat with you about my journey with breastfeeding. So it's still going. Um, I'm eight months, just over eight months in, um, but I thought it would be a good time to share what's happened with me. So my ups, my downs, uh, and I'm hoping a lot of you can relate. And I will also share a few tips that helped me along the way. Uh, Also, make sure you listen to last week's episode featuring Sarah Debiens. She's a lactation consultant and labor and delivery nurse. And that episode is packed with breastfeeding info. So she talks about lots and lots of great info that uh, might be really helpful to a lot of you. So let's start with my story. Um, So going back to the very beginning before Leo was even born. So breastfeeding was one thing I was actually super nervous about. I knew I really wanted to breastfeed and I just had a lot of fears around breastfeeding. So for me, the fears were things like, um, what if I don't have enough supply? Things like, what if I just physically can't feed him? Uh, so I had a lot, a lot of those fears roaming around my head before Leo was even born. So while I was pregnant and then fast forward to when Leo was born and they placed him on my chest and such a magical, magical moment. Um, for those of you who've experienced that and within a few minutes, actually he was feeding and I felt so, so relieved And it was just a really uh, special moment for me. So when all those fears kind of melted away, um, I shouldn't say all, but a lot of them kind of melted away because I just realized like, okay, we can figure this out. Me and my little, my little bud here as a team, we can, we can do this. So that was a really, really um, great moment for, for me. And I just felt, felt so, so much better about it, about the whole thing. And then came the first challenge. So (laughs) the pain, I I would say it was the first challenge for me. So the nipple pain, (laughs) I'm sure a lot of you have experienced this. So before your milk comes in, um, while it's just the colostrum coming out, it's common for the nipples to get very raw and irritated. And for me, thank goodness for my midwife team, um, midwives, 
here have home visits. So after Leo was born, they actually came directly to me for any checkups in those first, what is it, six weeks? So I think it was the day two checkup, something like that. And, you know, the midwives, they just basically talk you through everything. How's it going? They sometimes had to do a few things like weigh him. Um, but yeah, it was almost most of, most of what I got from those was bit of a counseling session to be honest so that first first or second visit um one of the midwives said you know it's looking a little red and raw there have you been using any cream and I was like uh nope I think I was just living in this like oblivious world and I also I think I didn't really want to admit that anything was going quote-unquote wrong with breastfeeding um so I think I was just a little I don't know I just didn't want to admit that something was maybe not going perfectly. So, yeah, I was like, no, I, I actually haven't been. She's like, okay, well, get that cream, get that nipple cream going, girl. And um, that definitely helped. And then as soon as your milk comes in, they actually also recommended that you put your breast milk directly on your nipple. And damn, did that world work like amazingly within I think like a day there was no more pain no more redness so that really cleared it up for me and so I hope those tips um, have helped you before you can pass them on because they yeah no one wants pain while you're trying to feed your baby that is no fun so that was challenge number one (laughs) and then moving on to the next challenge I had um, oversupply issues so with that came a couple things. So one was plugged milk ducts and the other was, I think the baby, like Leo was kind of choking on the milk. Um, so that can be hard for them. If you have a really strong letdown or a lot of oversupply, the baby can actually kind of like be choking on the milk and it doesn't make for a good experience for feeding. So thankfully with the plugged milk ducts, my sister and mom had warned me about that because they had experienced something similar and both of them actually suffered from mastitis which I hear is some of the worst pain ever and so far I'm I haven't had that so I'm very grateful for that but I really think part of it was because I was so hyper aware of plugged milk ducts because those can be a bit of like a precursor to that so as soon as I felt anything um I was so fast to really get rid of it and so what it felt like for me was I could feel like hard parts and I was like okay this is not this is not right (laughs) um you will feel sometimes of course like overall especially when your milk first comes in um you might feel some like overall hardness but this is different this is like lumps. Um, so as soon as I had any, felt any of those, what I would do is get in the shower. So warm water just helps. It's like comforting. It's nice. And I would massage those out and also hand expression. So you don't want to stop breastfeeding. You want to keep breastfeeding and also hand expressing some milk out can help just unclog that. So massage and hand express. And for me in the shower, that was the easiest way. So, um, that was how I kind of got through that in terms of oversupply. That was around when I called Sarah, who was last week's guest, Sarah Debiens, um, she's amazing. So she helped me through 
kind of the oversupply challenges I was having. And really what she helped me with was different positions. So for me, the position that worked the best for those first few months when I had a lot of supply was lying down. So this isn't as common. Like I I hadn't really heard of it before, but basically the baby is just lying. You lie down. And that's the nice thing about it too, is it's a nice kind of lying down position. Um, And before before they have the neck strength to be in the side lying position, this was really nice because you could still kind of like relax. So you're lying down, maybe, you know, prop up with a couple pillows and then the baby just lies right on your chest. And so we were kind of doing diagonally. So he would be on one side and his body was kind of diagonally across my chest. And this helped just because that way you're going against gravity. So you're not getting that extra pressure when it lets down, which can be too much for the baby. So that worked amazingly. Um, and yeah, I definitely, definitely recommend if you're having any, any struggles like that, get, get a lactation consultant in as soon as possible, whatever the struggle is, they can typically help. So I got through those kind of oversupply challenges and I kind of thought, you know, I'm out of the woods. We're going good. This is awesome. And then my most recent challenge hit, which was around maybe between five and six months. Um, And these were more of like mental challenges. So the first thing that kind of happened was Leo was weighed at, it must've been around four months and he wasn't where he had been, you know, in months two and three. So he really dropped off his um, percentile charts, his growth charts. And so I immediately felt responsible and I felt honestly like shit. I was like, oh my God, it must be a problem with me. Like I wanted to blame myself automatically. I was like, it must be a problem with me. I must not be giving him enough milk. I'm not producing enough and, or the quality is just not good enough and he's not gaining enough weight. And so it really, at that, that, that period, it changed my relationship with breastfeeding. So before, yes, there had been some challenges, but overall I felt really good about it. I was like, I'm really happy that I'm doing this. Everything felt overall good. Um, and that really changed things for me because it felt shitty. And I felt like, like I said, I felt like I was failing because he wasn't gaining quote unquote enough weight in my mind. Um, so there was that kind of mental challenge which was hard. And I got through it because I think I just, I started to realize that you can't, um, fully measure anything with your child to growth charts. Like it is a good measure and you definitely want to make sure, you know, your baby is gaining weight. However, they grow at their own little pace. So measuring them every time against the chart it's not necessarily the only way you should look at how your baby is doing. And I think that's what I took it as. I took it as, oh, he's, he's not achieve, you know, not achieving where he should be for his weight. Therefore I'm a failure. That's kind of how I took it. And what I, I think I, I just kind of worked on my mindset around it. And I was like, you know what? I know he's healthy. I know I'm feeding him whenever he is showing me hunger cues and he eats a lot. And so that's when I just kind of let it go. And I was like, you know what? There's nothing physically wrong with him. He doesn't have any other issues. 
he's just gaining at his own little pace. And so I really let a lot of that go. And it started to change that relationship to breastfeeding again. Um, the other kind of mental challenge that I had, uh, was really, I was around five or six months kind of in that transition. Um, you know, he started eating solids just before six months. So now they recommend six months. Um, but because he wasn't gaining quote unquote enough weight, the doctor suggested I could start him on solids a couple weeks early. A PS that made absolutely no difference. But anyways, besides the point. Um, so that's when I think I just was feeling drained and I got sick and when you're sick and you're still trying to breastfeed your child and take care of your child, you know, moms don't get sick days, really. Um, I definitely asked for help, and my partner was doing all he could to help me. But I felt just so done with it. I felt done with the pressure of being the only the only way he could get sustenance, even though he was eating a you know tiny bit of solids. It just, it felt like a lot of pressure. And I felt really alone and overwhelmed with it all. Um, so those things together, like I said, he wasn't, gaining quite enough weight in the eyes of his growth chart um and just being sick and drained and trying to deal with that it was just a lot for me but I did get through it um like I said I think just changing my changing the way I looked at those growth charts and realizing it's not anything to do with me um it's not like I'm failing my baby um that's just the way he is and the way he's growing right now. And that's totally fine. That's great. He's, he's doing awesome. So that's kind of how I, I got through that. That was more of like a mental struggle that I had to kind of overcome and get through. And it definitely took me a few weeks and it took me a few kind of miserable weeks with, with breastfeeding where I, like I said, I really hated it and I was just angry about it. Um, and now present day. So here we are. Um, Leo is eight and a half months and I'm really not facing any challenges at the moment. I'm back to enjoying it. You know, I, for the most part, enjoy it. He only feeds typically four, sometimes five times a day. He's efficient at it now. It doesn't take the 45 minutes of sitting there, you know, waiting for this baby to finish. And so I'm back to really having a positive relationship. And isn't that hilarious? So it's just, it's such a roller coaster. I think with everything in motherhood and breastfeeding is, is no different. It's been a bit of a roller coaster, but I'm really proud that I've you know, been able to stick it out to this point and I'm hoping to keep sticking it out until he weans himself. Basically that's the plan for now. You never know. In two months, I might just be completely mentally done with it right now. I'm enjoying it. So I'm kind of taking it day by day. And I, I would really love to hear if you've experienced any of these challenges um, or if you've had other challenges, I know there's, there's so many other things that women can experience. Um, and I just, I just want to open the conversation up. And then if anyone wants to chat to me, I'm always around. And also if you're struggling, as I mentioned before, please, please, please reach out to a lactation consultant, um, or hit up a La Leche League meeting. Those are also a really great resource, free resource. And there's also breastfeeding clinics that are typically free in a lot of different areas. Vancouver has a really good one. Women, wow, we are just 
so amazing and I am so grateful for what our bodies can do and I just wanted to share a note to the supporters of the breastfeeding mamas. I just want you to know that it is really, really hard and it can be very rewarding and beautiful and amazing, but it's also really effing hard. It can be physically and mentally taxing. So any support you give is just so awesome. Like I remember my, um, my partner, in the beginning when I was like starving while breastfeeding, he would kind of set up like a a bunch of snacks on the bedside table for for during the night when uh, I would wake up and breastfeed and be starving. Um, And that just made me feel so taken care of. So if there's anything you can do to take care of um, those mamas while they're breastfeeding, it's it's just it really helps make it um, a more enjoyable experience for them. And we thank you for that. Um, and make sure you tell her she's doing amazing Um, and she's doing an awesome thing for her baby and really encourage her to seek the support if she needs it um, because it's there for her so shout out to all you breastfeeding mamas you are truly truly amazing Um, and happy world breastfeeding week Um, I hope you all have a great great rest of your week And make sure to tune in for the next episode, next week's episode. We are chatting about how to travel with kids like a boss and how to tap into your goddess voice. Um, So it's a really amazing episode. And thank you so much for your support so far and for tuning in this week. And I'll talk to you all soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.